Do we know what it's like to feel true hunger? The decision to eat is often affected by many things, sight, smell, social settings. We often eat to satisfy our appetites, but also to soothe emotions, to celebrate great feasts or victories, to satisfy cultural expectations. And while just because it, it tastes good, and as Americans, we know that we often eat a lot, we often eat more than we should, and even in our own country, we should be aware that there are people starving. I think most of us would know what it would be like to starve or to feel the hunger pains at the beginning of starvation. Whether it be an intentional fast or a complete lack of food, hunger pains would soon begin to show the signs of starvation. Irritability, confusion, weakness, immune deficiency, organs eventually begin to shut down, spasms, irregular heartbeats, all leading to death. Starvation from lack of food is a very serious problem throughout the world, and when we experience firsthand or see pictures of men, women, or children in the throes of starvation, our hearts are moved to act, to do something. We feel helpless, and so we want to do something right away. And we should. And sadly, there are many around us that are experiencing a different kind of starvation, not necessarily one that is of a physical nature, but is one that is no less serious, one that is no less deadly, one that is no less widespread throughout the world. As I said, not a physical starvation, but a spiritual one. We or someone we know can go through life feeling weak, confused, or susceptible to spiritual danger of despair, hopelessness, or an overwhelming malaise towards life. Soon we start to shut down, our hearts become hardened. We become like the walking dead, no hope in life, nothing to look forward to, and all that exists serves no other purpose than to distract me from the inner ache of loneliness that I try so desperately to avoid. Spiritual starvation is a real problem that must be addressed, and I think that if we just simply look around, we can see the effects of spiritual starvation. Just like in a town, if a people who ran out of food would start to die one by one, Looking around, we say, where is everybody? We can look around this church and say, where is everybody? Where is everyone? Why have so many people left the church? Even some of us here may wonder, why do I come at all? Am I just here out of habit or feelings of guilt? One of the top listed reasons for leaving the church or going to another ecclesial community is because the people felt they were not being fed. And we may have different responses to this claim. Some of us may scoff, shouting, but we have the Eucharist. How could they leave the Eucharist and say they are not being fed from the true body, blood, soul, and divinity of Jesus Christ? Others may point to bad preaching or to a distinct lack of community, a lack of hospitality. But whether it is some of us here or a loved one who is no longer here, we must listen to them, try to understand where they are coming from, why this hunger is not being met, why they felt like they were starving, why we may feel like we are starving. And when we really dig deep, when we really try to examine what that means to not be fed, it usually comes from a lack of understanding or an inability to know what we are really receiving, what we are here to receive. 
a serious disconnect from scriptures, and a deteriorated relationship with God. People are starving. We ourselves may be starving, and we must take action. And I can think of just three simple ways that I would offer to you to avoid or to help alleviate this physical or this spiritual starvation. Because often when we see a physical starvation, as I said, we want to act. We don't like feeling helpless. And so we do something right away. We donate or we bring food to people. And so in spiritual starvation, there are some things that we can do as well. And the first thing that we can do is realize it's not us who should act first at all. It is God who is the one who does something. So often to avoid helpless feelings, we want to study, we want to research, we want to find the best logical proofs or arguments for our faith. But instead, what we need to do is first know that it is God who acts and it is us who responds. God always acts first. He is the source of life. He is the divine divine physician who needs to excise from our hearts all that distracts us from receiving the totality of his love. Second, we need to build that relationship with God. Jesus tells us those who go to him will not hunger. Those who go to him will never thirst. So we must go to him. We must develop a relationship with him. Allow yourself to be known by him and to know him, not in an intellectual way alone, but in a deep heart way, a deep friendship way. A knowledge of the closest friends of who are willing to share everything with one another. Third and finally, we must eat regularly, find a source of sustenance. And this means that we must take time each day to pray. Discover God through the scriptures. Pray in adoration of our God and pray as if your life depends on it, because it does. We are each called to the great banquet of God, and each Mass we're reminded of this in the fact that we say, blessed are those called to the supper of the Lamb. Yet so many of us content ourselves not with a banquet, but the mere crumbs that fall from the table, the scraps of the feast. We must eat and drink fully from our God. Never be satisfied with the junk food of materialist or technological culture and come to the water and be satisfied.